Ah, die, I'm buying, bye, 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 I did I die, die. Oh, yeah, bye, 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 I did I die, die. Oh, oh. <laughs> I keep forgetting to look at the clock. <laughs> we're on. I rub herbs. Uh, uh, yo, we're on. Just a minute, I'm coming, one moment. <sighs> oh, all right, here I am. Okay. <laughs> You're lucky you're younger than me. Uh, that's why I get up the steps faster. But anyway, so what's the problem? You got a problem with that? No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. Okay, so we have a jam-packed show tonight. Okay, so where are we starting with? What we always do. First of all, I'd like to remind everybody... Oh, I, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I'd like to remind everybody to listen to jrootradio.com. Yes, that's right. Uh, and then, you know, uh, what happens is, if you want to listen to us live on the telephone, you could uh, uh, listen to us live by dialing 712-432-4217, and then you can listen to us live on the telephone. And if you'd like to listen to us live on the telephone, and uh, why do you keep saying telephone? Why can't you say telephone? Ah, uh, because I got your attention, didn't I? And that's what advertisement is all about, something to get your attention. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if somebody came in with a rotten banana, he'd get my attention, too. Does that mean everybody should eat a rotten banana? Uh, that's a good point. Well, well, why can't you get everybody's attention in a good way? Oh, that's also another good point. You know, I have one more point, and then you know what happens? No, what happens? Then you get three points. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Okay, anyways, uh, okay, I'll, I'll continue. So if you want to listen to us live on the telephone and you want to hear archives, that means you can either listen to us live on the telephone or if you missed the program, you want to hear it, uh, and it's probably set up in the menu, you just uh, dial 718-506-9099. You dial that number, and we're probably, you know, a day or so later, uh, it's probably up in the menu, and you just follow the menu, and then you, you, you can hear whatever you missed. That's good. Okay, now I'd like to remind everybody... I, 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 I got it, I got it. What now? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, J Root Radio could use your donations, no question about it. So please be kind and send in your donations so this way jrootradio.com could keep on going and doing all the wonderful mitzvahs and all the wonderful things it does. Okay, so that's J Root Radio, 2829, Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829, Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 1122. Two nine. Huh, that was very good. And if you want to text in like a message to us or like a uh, information you want to know about advertising or sponsoring a, a, a one of the programs, you know, or you want to, you know, text in a nice good story for Rubber Herbs to use or me, you know, for that matter, you know, uh, uh, you can text it in by 347-927-8398. That text number again is 347-927-8398. And, of course, at the end of the program, you can always call 718. Wait a minute, Rabbi We don't say that number, 718-683-5858. Everybody knows that by now. So what were you doing? <laughs> I was tricking you as I usually do. What? Are you telling me you tricked me to say the number that everybody should call after we finish the story? Uh, uh, you know, to tell us what, uh, you know, like what lesson they learned in the story? Uh, I, I, you, know, you tricked me to say 718-683-5858. You really did that? Yes, I did. And you just did it a second time. Uh, I'll buy. I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy. Maybe I should get some sleep. Yeah, yeah, but not during this pro Well, actually, maybe you should get some sleep during the program. This way I could do it without you interrupting. I never interrupt. I interject. Okay, whatever you want to call it. Okay, anyways, can we continue? Oh, yeah, sure. Go right ahead. All right. like to remind everybody that this here 
program is sponsored as a Rafuah Shalema for Chaim Yosetrib and Sarah Miriam and for Peril Baschaya Rivka. Okay, and we have a very, very interesting story to tell you. But before we do that, I know you want to tell everybody if anybody wants to uh, hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for storytelling. That's correct. Do you realize that we just started Rosh Chodesh Cheshven, uh, right? Today was the first of Cheshven, and already if you dab Meir, you've heard it's the second of Cheshven. And if you didn't dab Meir after dark, it became the second of Cheshven. Oh, you got a Cheshven on everything. No, no, Cheshvon. That's a Cheshven. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so uh, your point? <laughs> My point is, what comes after Cheshven? Oh, after Cheshven? Uh, let's see. Tishrei, Cheshven, Kislev, Taiva. Oh, I get it. And next after Cheshven comes Kislev. That's right. And what happens in Kislev? Oh, I pay the electric bill and the water. No, you'll see. I'm just kidding. Let's see. Uh, I, I, let me see. What I'm oh, of course, the twenty fifth of Kislev is 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 uh, is uh, is uh, Hanukkah. That's right. You noticed that, but you know, uh, some people wait to the last minute when they want to hire me. So uh, we'd like to remind everybody not to wait to the last minute. And everybody, oh, I know, everybody always picks the same day. Like they wait to the last minute and everybody wants the same exact time. You know, Rabbi Herbs, if it was possible, you would probably could be able to do 20 jobs in one day. But unfortunately, you can only do 20 different voices or more, but not be at 20 different places. Uh, actually, I could. How do you do that? Well, if everybody bought my CD, let's say, you know, the CD that just came out, with uh, you for story series, if they buy that CD and they're listening to it, then I'm in their house. Uh, you know, that's a very interesting point. You could be in thousands of houses at the same time. <laughs> yes, but not in the physical sense. But in I know, I get it, I get it, I figure it out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So so uh um so do we have to advertise your new CD because you just did? Uh, what do you mean? I should mention about my new CD that came out with Yufa Story Series together with Master Storyteller. Yours truly, Rabbi Yitzhiyevs. And uh, it's like a double CD, a special introductory offer for the price of one. And it's like uh, one hour, 52, 53 minutes and 52 seconds. Uh-huh, that's the one we're talking about. Oh, that's a great story. It teaches a lot about Lush and Hara. To do Lush and Hara? No, no, chas v'shalom. Not to do Lashon Hara, to stop talking Lashon Hara. Oh, and what else? Well, uh, you know, and then if anybody else wants to buy my other CDs and so on and so forth, then, you know, then they know the number to call. Yeah, right, 718-375-1294. Uh, That's correct. You got that right. And now, oh, what else? Um, uh, oh, yes, of course. Don't forget about your book is still in the store. Yes, that's right. Zell's Wagon's still in the stores. Uh, and, and what else? Uh, oh, I, I, you got to tell about, you know, like... Uh, so people should not wait till the last minute if they want to call you to hire for either storytelling for Hanukkah time or, you know, any of these, you know, what they call them? Mother Shabbos, Father and Son Learning Program. Right, yeah, yeah. If they want to do that, you know, then the time to do it is now, not to wait till the last minute. Uh, 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 should I tell everybody? Yes, you could. Uh, okay, Rabbi Irv, sorry, you started getting some calls for Hanukkah. So please don't wait till the last minute, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, boom, boom, you're going to miss your date. <laughs> okay, so, and then there's, there's two months of Shabbos in this time, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, if I were you, I would not wait to the last minute. So if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhiyers for either storytelling or for the martial arts demonstration or for the famous Koyach from the Moyach, 
then the number to call is 718-375-1294. And if anybody's interested in either art lessons or martial art lessons, they can still call, even though many classes have been formed. Uh, there might be a class or two that needs one more person, maybe, you know, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's true that many people called, and the time slot that they want is already taken. There's nothing we can do about it, but I put you on the waiting list, right, Robert? Yes, you're a great secretary. Now, can we go to the story? I think we covered everything. You know, your CDs, if they want, they just call up and you email them, you know, right? They, yes, 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 okay. So now can we do the story? Yeah, what's, what, you have a story? <laughs> what do you think I'm here for? Oh, I don't know, you never told me. I'm here to tell a story. Because after all, it's called Story Time with ma uh, Master Storyteller, Rabbi Yitzhak, and me, Yassi, the sidekick. Oh, what I love to give you a sidekick. Ah, Rabbi Yitzhak, that was a joke, right? Yes, it was. Okay, so tonight I have a very amazing story. It's called No, No, I Will Not Be Masada Kedushin. No, no, I will not be Masada Kedushin. Uh, why won't you be Masada Kedushin, Rabbi Herbs? Not me, the person in the story. Oh, the person in the story. <laughs> I get it now. The person in the story will not be the Masada Kedushin. Oh, that's the name of the story? The person who will not be... No, no, no. Just call it... You know what? Sit back and relax. Tonight's story is called, No, No, I Will Not Be Masada Kedushin. This is a story that happened approximately, almost exactly from this date, I would say about 279 years ago. Wow. How do you know that it's exactly 279 years ago? Well, because around 1737, the Belzer dynasty started. Oh, it's the story with the Belzer Rebbe? Well, before he was known as the Belzer Rebbe. But anyways, it's the story that happened, oh, I would say, uh, well, no, sorry, was it 1737? So, no, sorry, it was 1739, I believe, that the Belzer Hasidus was started. So this story happened around 1737-ish. Oh, 1737-ish. Okay. All right. So, and what happened? Well, that time period, the Heile Gitzadik Rebbe Loza Rokeach, known as the Machaba for the Sefer called Masa Rokeach. Masa Rokeach. Right, right. Masa Rokeach. Mm-hmm, yes, and, and you know what that was about. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I see it on your bookshelves all the time. It's like a, a, a safer that has co a commentaries on the Mishnah, and it's based on Kabbalah, right? Uh, that's right. You got that straight. So anyway, so this story took place about two years before he started the Belzer dynasty. At that time period, he was the chief rov, the rov, of the city of Amsterdam. Oh, wow, that's far away, yeah. Yeah, okay, anyways... So he was in Amsterdam, and he was the Rav. And this is a story that happened over there. So let's go over to Herschel. Oh, uh, where does he live? No, 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 in the story. Oh, uh, okay, so we're going over to Herschel. Yes, Herschel Lavona. Oh, Herschel Lavona? Does he live on Lavonia Avenue in East New York? Oh, uh, you see? I have a story to tell, and you have a seat to sit in, and you have a mouth to close. That's right. Okay. No, but maybe I should tell the story. Okay, wise guy, tell the story. Do you know it? Uh, absolutely not. So then how could you tell the story then? Um, you think about it, and I'll repeat what you think about. Yossi, just please sit back and relax. Okay, can we just get started? Okay, I'll just think of my two cents where three cents belongs. Two cents where three cents? No, uh, you know, I'm not even going to try to figure that one out. Uh, it's very simple. After two cents comes three cents, and, and then... Oh, yeah, okay, just sit back and relax. 
Okay, so as I said before, we are going to Herschel Lavona, who is a spice dealer. Okay, so Mr. Bahabi, listen to me very carefully, Mr. Bahabi. I want you to know that me, I'm a very good salesman. You can trust me, Mr. Bahabi. All right, I see. Okay, I can trust you. All right, it sounds like a good idea. All right, you're a respectable man. From what I hear, people come to your store a lot. And they come more than once because they're very satisfied because you sell the freshest and the best spices that there could be. <laughs> you better believe that. I always sell the best because I am the best salesman, Baruch Hashem. Hashem gave me the gift that I'm very smart with my mouth. You know what I mean? Well, he sounds like me. I'm also smart. You see? Oh, oh sorry. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm pretty smart with my mouth. I know how to talk. I know how to convince customers to buy, what to buy, what they need. Since I know my spices all the way... From the, how you call it, from the white pepper to the green pepper. I mean, not green pepper, hot pepper, right? I, you know what I mean. Uh, the spices, you know. I mean, you know, like, uh, how you call it, the black, the red, the white pepper, rice, ginger, ginger, uh, turmeric, all these crazy things, cinnamon, right? All these crazy things with the roots and everything. I know all about these spices, and I can tell people what to use, when to use it, how to use it, and I always have the special fresh. Fresh, fresh uh, spices. And uh, Mr. Bukhabi, uh, you're going to sell to me. You won't be sorry because I'll be making all this more and more from you. All right, all right. Uh, uh, boss, I think you should do it. All right, I think I will. All right, we got a deal here. But you know, you got to pay for the spice. Of course I got to pay for the spices. <laughs> Come on, uh, boss, you think he's not going to pay for the spices? Of course he knows he has to pay for the spices. Well, listen here. I didn't ask you to mix in. Would you please go back to work over there? Well, I, I have to wait over here because when he buys the spices, I have to load the wagon. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, Herschel? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So listen very carefully what I was thinking. I was thinking like this. You know, I have to take a little bit on credit, then I sell, and then I pay you. Well, you understand what I'm saying? All right. I hope you can do this. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And so, what ended up happening was Herschel, who was in the spice business. No kidding, I couldn't figure it out with all those funny words like cinnamon and ginger and pickles. And... We didn't say nothing about pickles. Just, just a please. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm working on it. But I'm very late with it tonight, you noticed? Yes, I noticed, I noticed. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think I told the story in a very long time. Okay, and I got a request from somebody by the name of, of Ramel Z or something like that. So I'm going to tell it. Okay, so go tell it. <coughs> Yossi, what are you doing? I'm clearing my throat for you to tell the story. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you what happened. He was doing very nicely. Customers were coming in. Ah, so a sort of a life. It's a nice of you, Herschel. You have wonderful store. Besides having best quality stuff, what I like about your store is that you have uh, not only the best quality stuff, but you also have uh, such a neat store. Everything is so lined up on the shelves. How do you do this? Uh, well, I usually use my hands. I put everything on the shelves. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> very neat, very neat. Okay. Anyway, so um, uh, I have this and this problem. You remember what I told you? 
Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to keep a secret? Write down the paper. I'll get you all the spices that you need. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> and I will give you the best. And remember, if you want this stuff to work, you got to come by next week and buy the rest. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll do that. Ah, here comes another customer. Hello there. How are you? How are you? How are you? Oh, fine. I have this wheezing problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, um, um, do you have any spices or herbs or, or, or something that I could use to clear up my breathing? Of course I do. Here, you take one of this and one of those, and this here and this here powder you mix into water, and this is your drink, and this is your chew, and this here is right before you go to sleep. And this way, it'll clear your nostrils and you'll breathe wonderful without wheezing. Thank you very, very, very much. <laughs> You're welcome very, very much. All right, this is Gewaldic. It's fantastic. I'm doing such a great job with the business. Wow, look at this. My shelves are emptying out. <laughs> You know something? I'm getting a crazy idea. Uh-oh, I smell trouble. You see? Uh, oh, but I can still smell, can I still smell the trouble even if I don't talk? Yes, you can, just don't talk. Okay, I'm smelling the trouble. <sniffs> you don't have to smell it that loud. I'm sorry, I was just smelling. <sniffs> you see? Oh, sorry, sorry, okay, okay. Anyways, so what happened was is, he noticed. I, I, I'll take over from here. You deal with Yothi, okay? Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. I have so much things sold today and yesterday and all week I'm selling things. I'm doing so good. I have this crazy idea. Maybe I should open up another store. And then, if that's going good, I'll open up another store. Yeah, okay. Let me go to my creditors. Let me get on my horsey. And let me gallop away. Ah, where is it, Hoshi? Giddy up. Okay, I think we're coming to a stop. Let me knock on the guy's door. <laughs> Who is there? Uh, 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 it's a boogie monster. I'm just kidding, just kidding. It's me, it's me, Herschel. Herschel of Oh, Herschel of let me just open the door. Oh, so I get an interview. <laughs> you know, Baruch Hashem, business is going good, you know. And I was just thinking out loud, it's maybe, you know, it's time to open up another store. Well, you know, that could be very risky. You know, when you open another store, you know, that means you have to sell a lot more because then you have two rents to pay. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Baruch Hashem... I'm blessed with riches, my business going good, I'm a very rich man. You know, I live in a big fancy mansion. And you know me in the winter time, you know what kind of coat I wear? Yes, yes, of course, of course. You wear that uh, furry type of coat. That's right, I wear the furry type of coat. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm not worried. Uh, listen, if I'm selling all the things from the shelves in my store now, right? Yes, yes, yes. So then I must be making money, right? Yes, yes, yes. But when you um, buy more for other stores, you know, uh, your expenses increase. Yes, I know. It's a risk I take, but I think I know what I'm doing. I hope so. 
And so, sure enough, he went over and he opened up a couple of more stores and naturally his expenses grew because A, he had to pay more rent. B, he had to pay workers because he couldn't be in all the stores at the same time. And of course, there was one thing that he was missing. Batachen Amona. Yeah, see, those are good suggestions for a change. But no, that's not what he was missing. So what was he missing? <gasps> a shoelace on one of his shoes, so he tripped down the step. No, you see. Oh, oh, um, um, he was missing a, 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 a feather. No, 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 you see, please. Okay, I'll wait and hear what you say. He was missing the ability to do good bookkeeping. He was not the best in math. He was the best in bookkeeping. And somehow he would mix up the figures here and there. The numbers would get mixed up, and he thought he had enough, and he figured, like, the way he was thinking mostly was everything sold off the shelves, then he must be making money. But he didn't calculate how much money he made after he paid the rent, after he paid the workers, and then somehow, even though he couldn't do good bookkeeping, but, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. A rocket scientist? They had rockets in those days. You see? Oh, sorry. Okay. Anyways, no, uh, I'm just, it's an expression. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. So he figured out that he was running low on uh, his, uh, what they call capital. Capital? Like Washington, D.C.? No, no, no. Capital is another way of saying money. You know, to have a business, you have to have a certain amount of money to be able to recycle. Recycling? They had recycling in those days? You'll see. Oh, I was just wondering. No, no, listen. You'll see, what they had was... Um, they, you know, any business, in order to make a profit, you have to make a certain amount of money that covers your expenses. A certain amount of money has to be made to be able to pay for the objects and items that you sell. And a certain amount has to be made for you to support your family. And everything was going great when he had the one store. But when he expanded, he just lacked. And it wasn't going good. And then, suddenly, one day it happened. Excuse me, pardon me? Step aside, please, Mr. Customer. I need to speak to, uh, 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 uh Herschel. Herschel! <laughs> Shalom Aleichem. How are you? I'm fine. You know, you promised me that you would pay me, uh, you know, the balance of your bill by the first of this month. Yeah, I did. I did. So that's the problem. It's now the 30th of the month. Uh, really? I, I'm so late. I'm so, so sorry. I work on it. I'll check, uh, you know, my stock and my capital, and then, and I, I, I will pay you, Bill Hashem. Well, you better start paying, because if you're going to order more, I'm not going to sell you anything until you pay for it. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah, of course. It's understandable. Yeah, I understand very much. Now, let me see. Let me go over my books again. Wait a second. If I'm selling things off the shelves, why aren't I making money to be able to pay for everything? Oh, wait a second. I pay the workers. And then I don't even know if some of the workers are stealing something because I can't be in all the stores at the same time. Hmm, that could be also. So many different things, but the bottom line is I don't have money. What am I going to do? I'm a rich person. I'm well known. I managed to give lots of tzedoke, and I buy maftoyoine. I buy his meal. Now I can't even pay a simple bill. What am I going to do? It's so embarrassing. I can't have anybody find out I suddenly became poor overnight. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to let anybody know. So, uh, 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 somebody else is coming here. Ah, Salam Aleichem. Ah, Mr. Machabi, how are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. Now, listen here. I got uh, to warn you that I'm here 
I know you're here to collect your debt, right? So I have to pay you when? Uh, you were supposed to pay me like a month and a half ago. I was. I lost track. I'm so sorry. I work on it. I'm going to pay you. When are you going to pay me? Another month and a half? Now listen to me. I'm very sorry. You're a nice customer. You buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> if you're not going to pay your bills, I can't give you credit anymore. But, but, but wait a minute. If you don't give me credit, then how could I sell more stuff? That's your problem. I don't know how you're doing this business. Maybe you open too many stores. Whatever it is, the bottom line is, you have to make money to cover the cost of your objects or your, your items that you sell. You have to pay for your rent, your workers, and have something left over for yourself. I hope you're doing it. Of course I'm doing that. I think I am. Aren't you right? Yeah. And of course, every day, different creditors came. And every day they bothered him. And some of them were threatening. Now you listen to me. If you don't pay up, you know what's going to happen to you. I'm going to take you to court. Yeah, I I take credit sometimes from Jewish uh, store owners and factories people, and sometimes I do it from Goyim. Wait, what are they going to do? They're going to take me to court. This one threatens to take me to a basin. This one threatens to take me to a court. This one threatens to, to punch me in the nose so hard it's going to fall through my toes. I don't understand how he hits a nose that it comes out to your toes. But anyways, maybe I'll ask Yossi one time. No, no, maybe not. Yossi, you stay over there. Okay, I'll work and figure out a way how it can be done. No, no, you should stay there. Yeah, maybe it's a good idea. You work on a way to figure it out and you stay out of the story. All right. Anyways, uh, Rabbi Yossi, can I continue? Uh, 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 yeah, I guess so. All right, all right. So where was I up to? Hey, you were up to uh, that you didn't have money. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know that also, huh? You have to remind me? Uh, well, you know, that's part of it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, all right, part of the story. Hey, there's me. No, I got to go home to eat supper. No, no. And so he went home to eat supper, and his wife said, his wife, little old Sotola, said, Well, how's it going? Uh, uh, how's what going? Uh, the business. Uh, you know, I owe so many people money. But somehow, I opened so many stores, maybe too many too fast, and I can't cover all the expenses. Oh, don't worry. You'll, you'll get another shipment of stuff, and then you'll sell it. And after you sell it, uh, you know, then you'll make profit. Yeah, but the problem is, nobody wants to give me credit anymore because I'm overdue. You're overdue? What do you mean? I, I, I owe people money, and I didn't have it. And, like, some people it's a month, some people it's a week, some people it's, like, almost two, three months. And this is bothering me. I, I can't let the whole town know that I'm a poor person. I keep stalling for time. How much can I stall? I'm so embarrassed. I'm telling you. Well, you know what? Forget about it for a moment. They just eat supper. It's just healthy. You know, you got to eat too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat. But he was so nervous, so upset, so stressed out about the fact that he didn't have the money to pay the bills, so stressed out about the feeling that was going to overtake him if the whole town realizes that the Mr. Richman, Herschel Lavona, is no longer Mr. Richman, but instead Herschel Lavona is now one who owns her. Ah, that was a good one, Rabbi Hersh. He's one that owns, I get an owner. <laughs> but not an owner, an owner. He means he owes. Uh, wh well, whatever. Okay, whatever. It's, it's pretty good, though. Uh, whatever. Anyways, so. He started to not eat the way he's supposed to. Oh, that's not very good. I know, Yossi. And soon he lost his appetite, and he was getting a little bit skinny. And then finally, he decided that he has no choice. Uh, listen, Herzegzi uh, Sorola closed the window. <laughs> uh, pulled down the shades. <laughs> All right, listen. The creditors are bothering me. If I hang around here, it's not good. 
Nobody's giving me credit until I pay. I can't pay because I have nothing to sell in the stores. I had to let the workers go. Now listen here. I'm not making any more money here because spice is the only thing I know. But I have a crazy idea. Are you listening? I'm listening. Tell me. All right. My crazy idea is like this. I should run away. What? Then leave me here. Listen to me. I'm not going to leave you here alone. Listen. Come over here. I want to show you something. That's why I want the window shades closed. You see this board over here? You see it has a special line over here? Now watch what happens when I tap the fourth board to the left. Ah, you see what happened? Wow, that other board popped up. That's right. Now look inside under the board. What do you see? Uh, a little cockroach running around. No, no, forget that. You know, look inside. Oh, my goodness, there's a whole bunch of money here. That's right. This is emergency money. What I'm going to do is very simple. I'm going to travel from here. I'm going to try to go far away and where nobody knows me, and they'll give me credit, and I'll start another business somehow. I'll make money. When I make the money, I'll come back home. By then, A, people will forget about me. B, I will have money to pay the debt, uh, you know, the credit is back, you know, and everything. I'll pay the debt, and everything will be fine. And we'll be back to where it once was, okay? But how are you going to go if you have the money? You think I give every penny away? Now listen, you have money over there to keep you for the year. And I took some money a little bit with me. I'm going to travel by boat a little bit, and then the rest of the way, I'm going to go by a rowboat. Oh, okay, but you got to be careful. You know the weather. Yeah, of course I'm going to travel in good weather. Don't worry. All right, now, before I go, I'm going to go to Rebeloserokea, the Heiliger Rov of the Stadt, the Heiliger Rov of the city, and I am going to go over and ask him for a brocha. All right, all right, here I go. Lambi dum bam bim bam bam bim bam bim bam bam. Oh, nobody's here. Let me knock on the door. Who is there? Uh, uh it's me, uh, Herschel Voina. Ah, come in. <coughs> ah, thank you very much, Rob. Do you mind if I close the door? Gesund Heid. All right, now. And he told over the whole story. And so that's the story. I owe almost everybody money. Zorgsernis, with Hashem's help, everything will be fine and dandy. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, you know, under normal circumstances, you know, uh, it doesn't look that way. And ain't something and I don't know if I'm that great that a miracle can perform. So my plan is uh, not to get embarrassed because I can't face that. And my plan is uh, not to have these creditors bother me every day because I can't stand that either. And so my plan is to run away. But you owe people money. No, no, no. I'm going to pay them. But my plan is, as I I want to travel far away where people don't know me. I want to try to start a business there, make money. And then when I come back, the people's tempers will go down. And they'll feel happy because I'll pay them back the money. I see. So you don't want to stay here now? No, no, no. So why did you come to me? I came to ask you for a brocha. Ah, very good. So I give you a brocha that you should go and come back gesund to hate, and you should mamish come back healthy. All right? Your mama should come back. Okay? Uh, uh, amen. Yeah, amen. Uh, thank you very much. And so, Heschel Lavona, he went back home, and he told his wife, Listen here. Right now it's about midnight. Everybody's sleeping, you know? So I'm going to sneak out now. I'm going to go down to the port. When the daylight comes, after I dive in Shachlis, I'm going to go on a boat. All right? 
And then hopefully, Bez Hashem, when I come back, I'll have money once again. I hope so. And so he went down to the port. At least that was the last everybody heard. And so time was going on. And a few days later, the fishermen were going out to sea. Let me pull out my fishing boat. Let me throw the net inside the boat. Okay, let me get ready to go rowing into the middle of the ocean and go fishing. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, that's a good idea. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to do that too. Uh, uh, let me push out my boat and... Uh-oh, uh, 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 um, um, uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, what's the problem? Larry, um, um, there's something blocking that I can't push my boat out. Could you see what it is? Yeah, sure, no problem. <coughs> Let me see what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what's the matter? Uh, 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 Larry, uh, is everything right? Uh, Larry? What you want to tell me? Okay, one second. Oh, it's a dead body. A dead body! And all of a sudden, all the other fishermen came coming by. Relax, relax. What's the problem? Of course, when you go fishing, the fish is dead. When you take it out of the water, they can't live without the water. This is not a fish. Uh, not a fish. <laughs> That's a whale? Uh, no. One second. I look at it and I see what it is. Oh, my goodness. You recognize that fur coat? Yes, I recognize the fur coat. Wait a minute. Oh, that fur coat belonged to the rich man. Yeah, but the bim bum bim bum. Ah, what's his name? Eh, uh, eh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's his name. Uh, uh, I think I know what his name is. Uh, the rich man, uh, uh, Herschel of Owner. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It looks like Herschel of Owner. I mean, his face is hard to see because it's like a little bit deformed because of the being in the salt sea for so long, you know, salty waters, but, uh... Wait a second. I see what's going on here. Hmm. His fur coat, his valise, looks like his clothing, too. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would say this dead body, unfortunately, is Herschel of Ona. Meanwhile, while they were checking out the body and looking at the dead body that was rolled up to the seashore, or I should say washed up at the seashore, all of a sudden, at that same time, the creditors, they started pounding on the doors of the wife of Herschler. Sarah was inside alone with her children. Uh, uh, can I help you? Yes, yes, we want our, our money now. Yes, yes, uh, that's right. Uh, uh, we need our money now, and we heard that because nobody saw him in shoe, and we have a funny feeling that your husband ran away, so you better open up the door, or we're going to break it down. What do you want? Hey, open the door, and we'll tell you. All right, don't break down my door. One second. <laughs> All right. What do you want? Dude, what do we want? We need to get paid. And your husband has not paid us in months. And he ran away, we heard. 
and we found that why. He's so poor, he can't pay anything. We heard he laid off workers, and he closed some of the stores. <laughs> Your husband became poor. Ah, so you know what? He ran away because he couldn't face us. But not a problem. You know what we're going to do? No, what are you going to do? Yeah, we're going to take whatever has value in your house, and we'll sell it, and we'll get back some money. No, 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 please don't do that. No, 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 that couch belongs over there. Not anymore. It belongs by us. Hey, Peter, come here. I pay you enough money. Take that couch out. Yes, sir. I don't think you have no problem. And sure enough, each one of the creditors, they were jumping all over the house over there, and they took everything and anything that was not nailed down. And finally... One of them looked around and said, Let me take a look a little bit more here. Watch this over here. Hmm. Ah, no more furniture? No more table? What am I going to go to sleep on? You'll sleep on the floor. What do you think? We, we should be poor? We should go out of business because your husband don't pay? Ha, 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 ha. Now we need to get more money. Did you find any hidden money? No, I didn't. Neither did I. Neither did I. Neither did I. Oh, a second. Wait a minute. Why is that floorboard by the seams over there has a little bit of a different coloring? Let me see. Uh-huh. Maybe it's a secret compartment. No, no, no. It's just a loose floorboard. <laughs> I'll decide that. Let me give us that's over here. Oh, that's over here. <laughs> what is this? Oh, look at this. You got some money here. Well, please don't take that money. Uh, my husband left it for us uh, while he goes to, to, to earn more money. Uh, he left it to, so we should take care of ourselves. Uh, well, we're going to take care of ourselves, too. Uh, hey, fellas, let's divide this money. And sure enough, they took that money that was there and they divided it. And now she was so poor. Ah, really sad. This lady in a big, gigantic mansion that was all empty. Fortunately for her, her husband paid off the mortgage and everything. But I guess, I don't know if they had property taxes in those days, but whatever it is, she needed money to live on. So what was she going to do? So she went to the Besden. And, and, and so that's my story. So what should I do? And the Besden looked at each other. Well, you know... It's very hard to say what to do, because even though the man that was found at the seashore, um, basically, um, uh, how would I say it, um, he, uh, w he was wearing your husband's clothing and, uh, you know, about the same size as your husband, except his face is a little bit hard to recognize because the seawater kind of, like, deformed his face a little bit. Uh, so I think, uh, by by basic law, you're still in Laguna. I'm in Laguna. I can't even get married. Huh. I won't have nobody to take care of myself and my family now. What am I going to do now that my husband is not here? Ay, 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 ay. And finally, some of the creditors started thinking, You know something, fellas? You know, it was one thing to take away all the belongings. Well, you know, uh, well, we thought that, uh, you know, it was still alive. Yes. Well, uh, Herschel of Honor was still alive. Yes, that's right. That's one thing, you know, like, to take it away while he's there, or he ran away because they didn't want to pay, but he could always pay back if he's alive. But unfortunately, if he's, um... Dead? Uh, well, I don't want to use that word. Passed away. Well, whatever. 
well, um, that means he can't pay us. That means his family is a big problem. But what about our businesses? A big problem, too. Boy, I know we got to figure out some solution that we can take care of our business and we can take care of her also. Oh, yeah, right. We have to do mitzvahs. You got a good point there. Oh, let me see. Let me think. I got an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what? Well, how about um, if we try to render a shidduch? Yeah, like with who? Well, um, how about uh, uh, the butcher? The butcher? You mean chetzkala? Yeah, 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 chetzkala. Chetzkala, chetzkala, chetzkala. Yeah, yeah, chetzkala. Uh, you know, he's about her age. Yeah, it's about her age, and 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 um, I think it would be a great shidduch because you know he has a couple of girls and and she has a couple of boys and and you know uh, uh, the boys need a fatherly figure and the mother needs a motherly figure. It would be a great match. What do you say? I think he's right. Let's do this. And so they started to read the shidduch, but in order to do that, they had to convince the Besdin that Hershela died and that body that they saw was the body. So they did a little research, and finally one of them came by. And so that's what I found out. All right, so let's go to the Besden. So they went to the Besden, and the Besden went over and said, Based on the nigher evidence, based on the new evidence that you brought us, being that you spoke to the people by the boat act, the ones who took care of and you said that he stopped at a certain place further up in Amsterdam. Then he got off and he went in a rowboat, right? So it makes sense that there maybe there was a storm and it turned over and he drowned, unfortunately. So yes, probably uh, the person that was found in his clothes is Taka Herschel. So here we pass in that she is no longer an Aguna. So you can make your Hasna plans. <laughs> Isn't that great? We made a Hasna plans. And of course... The butcher said, Wow, this is a pleasure. I'm so happy that I'll be able to get married again and have someone take care of my kinder. Wow, it's so nice. Yes, yes. But you know what the minute here is? We have to ask uh, that the Rav, <laughs> um, he be Masada Kedushin, uh, the Rav of Amsterdam, and that's none other than Rabbi Loza uh, uh, Rukeach. And so they went to Rabbi Loza Rukeach. And Rabbi Lazar said, I am very sorry. No, no, I will not be Masad the Kedushin. I think that he is still alive. I'm sorry. I can't help you. What? I, 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 I can't believe it. Not possible. I'm telling you, I believe that he is still alive. Um, I see that he is still alive. Uh, okay, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm very sorry. And so they went back to the Besdin, and and the Besdin said that uh, they'll speak to Rabbi Lazar Rokeach. And so they went to Rabbi Lazar Rokeach. And this is what happened. Oh, um, shall see, Rabbalazar We um have decided that um we um how should I say, based on the evidence presented to us, she's no longer Naguna, and if she's no longer Naguna, uh, if she's no longer Naguna, 
Um, then, um, it makes sense to say that she could get married again. I hear what you're saying. However, I don't think that she should get married again uh, because um, uh, her husband's alive. Listen here. You know that the tailor is not in Shemayim. So if you had a, 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 a twinch or a, a spirit of Ruach uh, HaKadosh, it doesn't seem to matter because the Torah is here. And based on all the evidence, we poskin that she's no longer a guna. I hear, I hear what you're saying. But no, no, I will not be Musad Kedushin. And so they had no choice. When the parents of, of uh, Sorala tried to convince Rabbi Loza, it didn't work. When uh, the other one's parents, Echatzkala's uh, parents, tried to convince, it didn't work. And then finally, they went to the authorities. They went to the government, to the police, who could force the Rav, because that was the rule. The Rav of the town has to marry off the people. And if they want to get married, he has to perform the ceremony. And so the police came. And so finally, Rabbi Lazar had no choice. And he said, all right, fine. Let them come to me, and let's see if we can work out which day should be the chasana. And suddenly, they came to the Heiligetzade. And when they arrived there, the Heiligetzade said, You know, I really don't want to be Masada Kedushin, but I have no choice. So, when would you like to make this chasana that should not be? And as soon as he said that, all of a sudden, Haskala gave us knees. Oh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me for a moment. Achoo! And when he gave that sneeze, all of a sudden he had a nosebleed. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is ridiculous. Now, according to another version of the story, because they got the police to force him to Misada Kedushin, they had the date, and they were standing by the chuppah, but the Rav never came. So the Hassan wearing his white kittle and his parents, they came running to call Rebeloza. And Rebeloza, when he's about to get up, to go there, all of a sudden, that's when Chatzkele's nose started bleeding. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my white kittle is red now. Oh, dear me, oh, my. What am I going to do? Thank you. Oh, give me my handkerchief. Where's my handkerchief? Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Uh, my handkerchief is getting soaked. This blood is not stopping. Get a doctor. Get a doctor. And so they call a doctor, and finally the doctor cauterized his nose, was able to stop the bleeding, but not before. Chatzkele was so weak from losing so much blood that he needed to rest. And they pushed off the chasana for a couple of more weeks. And then people began to realize, You know something, I was just thinking. You know, even though the best didn't say what they said, they had a right to say it, but... Must be a very big tzaddik because look what happened. They tried to force him to be the, the Messiah and all of a sudden Hatzkele's nose started to bleed. Well, maybe we should go over and tell them to ask Mechila. Good idea. And so Hatzkele came over and together with Sarala and they said, Well, what do you say? Yes. Will you be Michaelus? Hmm. Well, Will you? I hear you. I'll be making on one condition, that you let me pick the date. Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. You want me to pick the date? Not a problem. 
No, 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 no. I said me. Oh, the rapture picked a date. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I mean I. I mean, oh, okay, you can pick the date. Good. In a couple of months from now. Couple of months? Yes, yes, yes. And sure enough, seven, eight months passed by. And on the day of the chasana was coming. And everybody was getting ready finally to be by the chasana. And all of a sudden, there's some stranger came into town. Ah, what's going on here? What's happening? Are you there? Ah, uh, hi. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. Uh, let me ask you something. What's everybody so happy around? What's going on? Oh, there's a very big wedding going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like the minute in this particular place is that uh, the Hoshin and then the Kala, they, they go get a special bracha from the Rav of Amsterdam before they go to the Chapa. Okay, and that's what's going on. That's where we're up to now. Oh, very nice. Very interesting. Very interesting. He doesn't recognize me. I changed that much. Oh, I was gone for almost two years already. Anyways, so uh, let me figure out what's going on here. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, who's Hoshin uh, <laughs> Funny you should ask. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, I think well, maybe 18 months ago, you know, something like that, there was a spice dealer named Herschel Lavona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, they found his body washed up, uh, you know, by the seashore over here, by Amsterdam over here, by the, by the fisherman port, you know. And then we realized that, you know, based on the clothing and based on other evidence, you know, uh, um, that uh, Herschel Lavona died. Really? And you're sure about that? Yeah, yeah, positive, positive. Yeah, yeah, the, the best in Poskin, you know. And of course, the Rav, you know, didn't want to let it go. And then, and, and, and we went, they went to the police authorities, whatever, they, they, you know, the government and everything. Anyway, so he agreed. And and finally, you know, there was a nosebleed, but that we're not going to talk about. But anyways, but even though I just talked about it, but I'm not going to talk about it anyways. But the bottom line is, uh, the, the Rav was Michael them if they let him pick the, the you know, the day of the Hasna. And the Rav picked today. Uh, you know what? You know how a Hasna works in this town. I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe you don't know, because you're new around here. All right, you know, anyways, anybody. I can come to the Hashini, you know what I mean? Uh, thank you. It's good to know. I think I'll just go straight to the Rob's house. Who is there? Uh, uh, um, um, uh, may I please come in? Uh, yes, sure, sure. <laughs> ah, Baruch Hashem, you are here. Huh? Who's here? Yes, who's here? I'm here. Uh, uh, Sodala, look at me. What? Look at you. Oi, oi, oi! It's my husband! You're alive! But how can it be? You're dead! I'm dead? How could I be dead? I'm alive. No, no, they found your body! They didn't find my body, they found someone else's body. What do you mean? It had your coat! Yeah. It had your hat! Yeah. It had your, your zekel, your package and everything, your, your suitcase and everything, everything, all your belongings! Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Then who are you? I'm your husband. I'm Herschel Lavoyne. Rav, could you please explain? Uh, yes, with pleasure. Uh, you see, the reason why I said no, no, I will not be Masada Kedushin, because, you know, I knew your husband was going to come back. Huh? I don't know that. Did you hear the word? No, I heard the word. I heard the word. There's a chash that's not going to be. No, no, it's not going to be because Hashlavona came back. 
and he made some money, and he's going to start his business again. He's going to pay back his chayvis. Wow, this is fantastic. So what's going on here? So uh, 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 wow, what a revelation. I'm a, wow. And the Bezdin found all the evidence that acceptable that he should not be in the good anymore. But, 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 but now, wow, he must have Ruach HaKodesh. And they went to the Rebeloza, and Rebeloza said, Rebeloza, please, please. I do not have Ruach HaKodesh. But actually, between you and I, he did. But of course, being an honor that he was, he put it down. Aha, so let me tell you what it is. Before he came, actually, I mean not before he came, before he left here to go away to try to make money, so what happened was this, he came to me for a brocha, and I gave him a brocha that he should return gezun to hate. And that's how I knew he's going to come back. Because Baruch Hashem, I have a little tradition that somehow any brocha that I seem to give is always mekuyim. So I knew he'd have to come back. <laughs> what an interesting terrace. I bet she has real hakaidish. I guess we'll never know. Uh, by the way, can I ask you a question? No, no, I won't ask the question. Okay, you go ask the question. All right. If that was not you, then who was that body wearing all your clothing and looked exactly like you? Uh, that? Well, you see, after I got off the big boat, I went into a sailboat. I mean, like a little rowboat. And there was a Meister Hasgocha. First, I thought it was really bad. Because when I went in the sea, all of a sudden... This pirate came, and he attacked me, and he stole my boat because my whole boat was bigger than him. Uh, bigger than him? I mean, bigger than his little boat. You know, he, he was a, a one single pirate. He was trying to become a big pirate. But anyways, he stole it. He made me give him all my clothing. He made me give uh, the, 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 my fur coat and my everything that I had. And that's why he looked like me. He put it on, he dressed up, and then I was swam to the shore, and Baruch Hashem, I saw there was a Maishas Gokha. What kind of Maishas Gokha? He robbed you. That's right. But after he robbed me and I got to the Shubo, there was a very big storm. It was thundering. <laughs> it was pouring rain. <laughs> it was pouring very hard. And all of a sudden, I saw from the distance, the boat overturned, and I never saw what happened to him. Well, we know what happened. He ended up over here. Wow. And so, as everybody understands, if this Haile Gatsadik, Rabbi Loza, who was a Balamun and and trusted that if he asked for a bracha from Hashem to carry it out, it will happen, he has such strong Amun and Betochen, and Ataka happened. And as a result of his being stubborn, no, no, I will not be Masadik Adushin, he was able to prevent a terrible Avera from happening. Wow, what an interesting, amazing story. And you never told it before? I don't know. If I did, I told it a long time ago. But it was a request from Avramel Z. Oh, okay, Avramel Z. Who is he? Uh, <laughs> if he wanted the Z to be known, he would tell me. All right. Uh, so if we have any time, let's take a few phone calls. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is Eliyahu Cohen. Oh, and yeah. I learned that, that, that you should always listen to your rabbi. Can I... Uh, hi, how are you? Let's make it quick because the switchboard is lit up over there. Remember me, Eliyahu Cohen? Of course I remember. You're the cutie pie. And I, today I just finished Mishnah Vav, Perek Aleph. Wow, congratulations. Keep learning Gishmak. Okay, we got to go to the next caller. Bye-bye, Eliyahu. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Uh, my name is Mikhail Simon. 
and I learned that every every time your grandma says something, then you should always listen. And also, can I speak to Yassi? Oh, boy, everybody wants to speak to me. Go ahead. Um, hi. 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 Hi, hi. <laughs> we can't get you all night. I have to take other phone calls. Okay. Okay, fine. Bye-bye. See you. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> That's right now. I'm, I'm okay. talking to myself. I'm in a different okay. part of the neighborhood. Okay, you're in a different oh, part sorry. of the neighborhood. Marsha, talk, talk a drop lower because you're blasting through the microphone. So, you know, uh, so just talk a drop lower and, and then just tell your lesson so we can go on because the switchboard is lit up. Okay, okay. Sorry, uh, even to, though I'm... my list has just begun, I'm going to always say one. Okay. And that's all I have to say, so I'll see you, I don't know, the next day. Okay, great. It was nice to hear from you. And I, I, that was a very good one. That was one of your best choices, I'm sure. Okay, take care. Let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Your phone is uh, very shaky. We'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learned tonight's story? I want to say that you said a very nice story. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I think that's all the time. I'm sorry, even though the switch... Okay, we'll take one more call. Okay, and this is going to be nice. We're going to take one more call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What hello? Is... Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? And what uh, lesson do you learn tonight's story? It's a very nice story. Thank you very much. Second of all, um, next time you have to say it. <laughs> okay, if he knows the story, we'll let him say it. Okay, I'm sorry, that's all the time I have. I'm sorry about all those other phone calls, so we'll maybe catch you next time. Okay, until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. www.jrootradio.com The preferred radio station for the Jewish home.